little man. I will destroy you! You sound like a jerk! If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker! Especially you! I was saying, Bruins. Give me some sugar, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Yeah, couldn't beat it. All right, hey, we're back. Guess what this is? It's a bunch of dorks. Guess who we are? We're the dorks. dorks. My name's Mal. With me as always, Doctor Mor- uh, Morbius. Doctor Morbius. Yes, this is show number two ninety seven. Almost inching closer and closer to the three hundredth episode. To the three hundredth o- massive mammoth. <laughs> yes, episode. I can only hope we ex- we um, celebrate it with as much. Jovial uh, excitement as we did the 150th show of uh, yes, S- Slow yes, Robot, which yes. was nothing at all. We just did the show. Yes. yes. Ah, we'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah, we'll do something like we'll have like we should get like um, party favors and stuff like that. Like, just, yeah, yeah, those little, little clappers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that that too. So uh, the shtick is go to if you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, please take one and a half moments out of your life and uh, rate and review the show. It would really help us out. If you are listening to us online, uh, I'm sure you found us at Bunch of Dorks. That's bunchofdorks.com. Uh, there's three podcasts there. Slow Robot A Go-Go, which is about B-movies. Uh, Two Dimension Podcast, which is about all about the funny books. Funny comic books. Funny comic books. And, and serious comic books. And book. serious ones, yes, because everything's brooding and serious now. Yes, it is. And the bottom one is, of course, Bunch of Dorks, which is the longest-running podcast in the history of, of history. the world. It came out at the same time as The Big Bang. Yep. So what do you got going on, Dr. Morris? Not the Big Bang Theory. That would be in a television show. but And we'd have better ratings. But I think your show was before... I think Slow Robot was out before the Big Bang Theory. Wasn't sure, it a TV yeah. show? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it was. What do I have? Destination Nightmare. <coughs> my blog, where I do comic book scans and comic book criticism and comic book stuff. More stuff. Right. And then there's the Creature wow, Feature. Wow, oh my God. Creature feature. Doc and Well, who does uh, one of those in this modern day times? Doc and Clown. Doc and Clown do, huh? Those guys, wherever they are. If I'm looking that up, how would I find that, I wonder? You might go on YouTube Ah. and Facebook. Ah. Possibly. Ah. Just a hint. Yes. We picked up a a really active UK listener. Or Did watcher. Really? Yeah, uh, for the for the uh, for the creature feature. Ah, dang it! What's his name? I, I saw somebody named Daz Paul. That that one, that one. Like yeah, that. him. Yeah. That's so welcome, Daz Paul. That was really cool. He uh, he he's active. He's, yeah, he's spreading yeah. the word, spreading the love for the creature feature. So. Yeah, keep watching. More I hope weirdness he, to come. Oh, way more. What much? We might have a disco dance. Yeah. We disco might have a contest. montage of zaniness. Yeah. Never know. And, and more. And other. And other. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and other. Anyway, yeah, very cool. On with the show. Yes, and on with some what music? Yeah, yeah let's, why, no, let's do some music. Yes, on with some music. We'll I want to hear some music. We'll I want to hear right some of those snappy back. tunes that the kids like these. Yeah, days. nice. Get off my lawn, you youngsters. Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I could make caps or a brooch or pterodactyl. Yeah, we're getting the name. It's where we find ourselves. Holy 
Call me a dunderhead, chatterhead. I hope you, hope you don't get mad. But I wanted you, I wanted you real bad. I said I love you, that's what I meant. And you know I'm fine, you know I don't love you as a friend. You know I think we never had a chance.
Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Nice. That was More on Envy. The CD was is named A Temporary Escape from Insanity. I played Kids Today, Dunderhead, and Ex-Girlfriend Song. Nice. Yes, one of my favorites. Where'd so, you find uh, these guys, anyway? I bought them in that bi- a big pile of, C- of, of uh, punk CDs. I just oh, you did? blind okay. bought off of eBay at one point. It was just like, just like 30 Jimmy. CDs, and it just showed up, and it was one of them, you know, which okay. I really love. Most of them were junk. Um, I don't know. I still have them all. I didn't get rid of them. I'm hoarding uh, CDs just as I like, just the same as vinyl records, because I think somebody's it's sooner or later people are gonna get all nostalgic about CDs when everything's all digital, and they'll be like, "Oh wow, man, that CD's really cool." You're like, yeah, whatever. You know what? I gotta tell you. You know what I found? <laughs> I don't know if I, I'm just saying. I don't know if like I really want to do this or not, but I found like a big old comic book box with all. My old 1970s 45s. Wow. Like, That's awesome, dude. All of this. I was going to say, if you ever see like a jukebox for like 10 bucks. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're not going to see a jukebox oh, for 10 you're bucks. Not, they don't sell them for 10 bucks. I thought you were selling them I've been in the bucks. market for a jukebox for about 8 to 10 years. I thought you had one before. Mm-mm. No, and they, they don't. They get. You're talking of, hundreds? Yeah. Oh, the hell with that idea then. And they're also very finicky. Like, I think I could fix one. Oh, I thought you had faith. But that's them. a lip that's a leap of faith. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no. So yeah, jukeboxes are very expensive. Which the price of uh, the market did burst on them. But this here's what happened. Like at first everyone they got really hot. Everyone loved them. Right. And then everyone was buying them and then they were getting them restored. So there was putting all this money into them, you know, you're talking about 4 or 5,000 dollars for these things. Well, the market then immediately just went away cuz they're gigantic things. Sure. They're clunky. Unless you're very dedicated to vinyl. Uh, they're very impractical. When you're talking about half half the people in the world now keep all their music on their phone or they have an iPod. So the 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 reality hit that these things are very impractical. So people are going now. They're now the the market's flooded with people selling them, but they want those thousands of dollars they have invested, oh, and they're not here. worth that. They're no. not. I was at a I was at an auction one time and there was a guy that had one from the 70s. Not my favorite style of jukebox. I like the 40s, 50s, the very cool looking one, those Art Deco looking ones. Yeah. This was like that very standard bowling alley. Sure. The brown. Sure. Look. Yeah, you know, yeah, I remember. I, I dug it. It was okay. It had the gold accenting around the speakers, so it looked very, you know, almost postmodernish. And I was the winning bid. No one else even cared about it. I had I was gonna win it for like 75 bucks, and the guy, the owner. Bid it. He, he outbid you. To keep it, because he's like, no, I, he wanted like four or five hundred dollars. I would have gotten that thing for seventy-five bucks. I bid up once. He bid. A, he counterbid. I bid a second time, and I was like, we're done here. So he paid them. He paid them like a hundred and fifty bucks to keep his own thing. Oh god. I was like, you're a stupid ass, dude. You know why no one else is bidding? Because no one gives a shit about this thing. Like you like it. I get so that. You, you went up to one fifty. I well, I think I was like I went to a hundred or a hundred and twenty-five. Yeah, he went one fifty. Yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't do it. I was like, well, it's yours, bro. Have fun paying them to keep your thing and then loading it up again exactly. by yourself. Exactly. Carrying you know? it back home. <clears throat> so whatever. I mean, every, hey, everyone's different. So he, he he just couldn't do it. You know. Yeah, you got him. <laughs> you got him like, good. Like, yeah, you're, you're an idiot. Yeah, you know? I think I think people do that on eBay too. It's like they'll yep. go bid on something and then 
like if somebody starts like sniping at them, they'll just go and say like, you know what? I'm gonna put this as as high as I want to go. If you're gonna want, if you want it, you're gonna have to pay dearly for it. Yep. And a lot of times they do. And then all of a sudden, one time, you'll go, oh no, I do have to pay this. But it's usually the lower bit. It's not the higher bit yeah. or whatever. That, see, that used to be that way. Now now eBay is just nothing but a big pile of shops anyway. It Everything's is. by now. It's just a big junk it pile. Is. It I, is. Yeah. I really hate eBay now. I used to like it because it was actually an auction atmosphere. Now it's just a big piece of Some shit. Some of it is, but mostly it's by it now. It's just a big piece of shit. Everyone's like, I just sell my stuff on eBay. I name my price, and that's the end of it. You yeah. know. And but, I counter offer. <laughs> yeah, and and it just, just so stupid. You know, I I, I really I, I turned sour on eBay so hard I can't believe it. Like I loved it. Now I absolutely hate it. You know, just. No. I don't know. It can go away anytime. It won't, but it could. It won't. There's, there's other eBay's too. There's like a, oh, oh Craigslist, and there's Cubids. But I, that Cubids makes you buy. You have to pay them to be on it. Oh, that's. And crap. I was like, no, no, buy. But there's also one called Sell.com or mm, Buy.com or whatever. Yeah. Those are the guys that that eBay booted out because they're selling bootlegs and stuff like that. <laughs> so nice. That's where you get all that stuff if you're looking for it. A friend used to get like old uh, football games off of one of those. Well, that's cool. Yeah, like 70s football games and stuff like that. So, you know, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Why not, so right? eBay won't let that stuff on anymore. So, yeah, yeah. anyway. Every, I, thought, I thought pretty much Amazon wiped all that junk out anyway because at Amazon you're dealing with actual shops. Basically. You know, those are real shops with real things, not just just people as like, oh, I have a shop now. I just sell all my junk, but I just name prices. Yeah, and eBay, they have shops, but they don't have uh, brick and mortar. Uh. <laughs> you know, whereas the other places are probably <laughs> brick and mortar stores that, you know, just pull it off. The, okay, we just sold this graphic novel here, you know. Yeah. So, anyway. funny story. <laughs> uh, you might be able to tell I have another cold. And um, this is a, I got to say I'm a bit concerned about this. My this last stretch of eight to ten months for me, I've had maybe three or four colds. That's I'm not a sickly guy, but I think I'm becoming a sickly guy, and that's scary to me. I used to not get them so bad, and they wouldn't do so much to me, you know. So I, I got this thing on Saturday, and this everyone you know at my work has got this cold, and it's a that's real the problem. It's real nasty, and that's oh my god. The and I was I was like I'll just let it take its course because generally my colds. Start in my head, go down my throat, my throat stripped out one day, then it's in my lungs, and that's the end of it for a couple of weeks, you know. I'm not in any pain, I'm just coughing. This one was not doing that. This was, this stayed in my sinuses, it stayed, my throat was stripped out for three or four days. Finally, I woke up Friday, I'm like, I'm done with this. And I went, instead of to a doctor, I have a doctor, but he's always booked out, you know. I went to a walk-in clinic at a Walgreens or Walmart? Walgreens. Oh, okay. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, hurting. And this lady's like, she hates antibiotics. She mm. hates them. And she, she hates me for wanting them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, look, man, I'm hurting. And my this is not responding the way my body is supposed to. So she checked in my ears and she's like, oh, your ears are infected. So you have a really bad infection. I was like, yeah, so give me that shit, you know. So she begrudgingly, she, she begrudgingly gave me the antibiotics and, the, and some kind of a heavy-duty cough syrup. Because I said to her, I was like, man, you know. This isn't... I have a non-stop ringing. I was deaf in my ear for three days, like where my... Or two days, where this cold, the pressure knocked my eardrum out. I couldn't hear anything. Oh, gosh. It was no fun, you know. So now, then Friday, I finally got them, so I've been taking them. You're better now? I'm still not good. I mean, I woke up pretty pretty crappy. I still hear ringing in my ears um, non-stop. So it's, it's just like, shit, man. 
This is rough. This has been a bad stretch, and I'm really pissed off about it. Mm. You know, so I don't know. It's what it's well, whatever. You know, you guess that's the way life is. Ugh, but boy. yeah, you don't have, you don't ever get cold, do you? Oh yeah, sometimes. Oh, do you? I do have the ringing in my ears. I think that's from tonight. Suddenly, <laughs> that's uh, going away. So. Well, according to the spam email I get every goddamn day, you can reverse tinnitus now. Yeah, really? With what? With like goat juice? No, or some. No, I mean, I can, I can look. I, I guarantee it's in here. Hold on. I never get uh, that email. Uh, I'll forward it to you. Cause, yep, here it is. Reverse tinnitus. Every goddamn day, this thing comes. I'm gonna go punch <laughs> them in their ears so hard they could never have. They have it forever. Let's see. Uh, Find out how everything you, you know about tinnitus is wrong. Breakthrough research. Yeah. Reverse tinnitus in 14 days. Watch the video. You can be tinnitus free. Yeah. This advertisement is can spam compliant. If you are Reverend Amelia, you want to be removed from this link, visit here. I'll make sure I do that because, hey, you know what, tinnitus? Stick it up your ass. I'm sick of you. Like, oh, my God. My email, it's the same shit every day. It's the same ones. And for some reason, like, I click spam. And they won't go into this. Verizon just doesn't want to let this one go. You know, they're like, no, no, no. This is this is important. You might have tinnitus. I got I got spammed on uh, my uh, phone. I got a text spam the other day. A dirty text spam. I'm like, this is really. Oh, Nurse Lolita wants to cure your ills. Yeah, some shit like like that. I was like, really texting me with this garbage. F you, f you, spammers. I uh, boy. Mm. Music. (laughs) Ha! <laughs> a good idea before I go off on some hateful rant. Here's some music! Get out there and do a good day's work for the state. And we'll just get along fine. Funny how, man, values change in here. Most important thing to use a bath. Next week it'll be a can of warm beer. And if you was here long enough, the most important thing would be to get out. Motion picture as shocking as it is true. Chain gang women. They have nothing to lose but their lives. And yours. You know, honey, I could kill him. I'll stick his eyes out. And it wouldn't make the slightest difference. Leave her alone! Don't miss Chain Gang Women. When you live like an animal, anything goes. Jesus, can you love a working man? Working for the... 
Our high school guidance counselor used to ask us what you would do if you had a million dollars. Didn't have to work. Well, what about you now? What would you do? Nothing. I would relax. I would sit on my ass all day. I would do nothing. Yeah, what I need Try to find the time To do the things I love But it's just a stir
See what happens, Lebowski? You see what happens? Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. Your name's Lebowski, Lebowski. You're with us, Ron. What do you think? Just... It's terrible! She has beautiful eyes and her hair smells like cinnamon! Mm-hmm. Loud noises! All right, that was Whatever That Means, the band I met in Korea. Very cool. Uh, I played... That's the CD's called The Newest Hope. I played Peace of Mind, and uh, odd, oddly enough, I thought I accidentally dropped in two sound clips, because for those of you long listeners know, I've, I've, I use that sound clip quite often, mm. that uh, you don't, you know, what would you, I do absolutely nothing? They actually, that was the beginning of that song on their CD, so that's cool. Great minds think alike. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I, so I played Peace of Mind, All Alone, and Crazy. So, yay for that, and I started the whole thing off with a... Chain Gang Women. Chain Gang Women. Chain Gang Women. Written by Ed Wood, baby. Yes. The great Glenn or Glenda. Ed Wood. Yeah, that man. The man, the (sighs) myth, the legend, the drag. The something. Guy was crazy, dude. He was, uh, not only that, but he was actually directing movies throughout the 70s, like uh, dirtier movies, should we say. Oh, uh, yeah. He actually, I mean, I think uh, there's one of them, which I have seen the scene in the 70s, where he's got the drag on and everything like that, you know. It's a it's a, it's a, a dramatic scene, so to speak. Oh, it's That's not like, X. They're not X. Not, yeah, they are X. Oh, like, yeah? He doesn't do any X stuff. And not that I remember, but he is dressed up in drag, and it's pretty scary because he's an old geezer with a wig and a sweater, and he's a crazy uh-huh. guy. Tim Burton didn't really. Well, no, he did go into that a little bit, but uh, yeah. So do you do you know much about him? About Ed Wood. Yeah. yeah, I know a little bit about. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. Him. I don't know anything other than I just know his movies. And I'm like, well, he had to be insane because. Well, he was, um, I mean, you know, he, he was a guy like the movie. You know, did you ever see the movie, Ed Wood? You should. I I don't yeah. think I saw the whole thing. I know I saw parts of it or some of it, you know, he which was sadly a, I didn't see the whole thing. He was a, you know, he was a wannabe filmmaker. He ended up doing what he wanted to do, become a filmmaker. He was an exploitation guy making his B movies, you know, Glenn or Glenda or whatever. But he always had hopes of making like this really great movie. But he was a... He was a goofy writer. He was a goofy guy. He was uh, he was into like women's clothing, and yeah. supposedly there's a story where like he was actually in the service, and when he when he par- was a paratrooper, when he went off, you know, in paratrooping, he would wear women's underwear under his fam- army fatigues and stuff like that, <laughs> you know. And then he had the thing for the Angora sweaters, and you know, kinky dude. And I guess his the, his wives like didn't mind and. He was a good-looking guy, so he was, you know, he could get the the ladies, but he's he was he was touched in the head, man. Yeah. I don't care about the the cross-dressing shit. That doesn't. I don't mean that. I could care less about that. I mean that's almost whatever. Who cares? The uh, <laughs> just just. I mean, I let's assume he's insane. Like from his movies, they're his stories are he nonsensical. Just he, just, he just wasn't that. <coughs> he yeah, I get a feeling that he was a little bit off or whatever. You yeah. know, he didn't have a good. He wasn't a great writer, but he was adequate, and he was good enough. Apparently, he was a fast typist, so he could knock out these screenplays and, like, books. He wrote dirty books, too, in the 60s and 70s. He could knock them out in a weekend, you know? So I was like, okay, we got a book for us? Good, you know, let's put it out. Some of those books written under fictitious names are worth a lot of money now. They're probably on eBay, too, you know? Oh, yeah, uh, buy it now, my shop. Exactly, Ed Wood's shop. Yeah, you're like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, but his heyday was in the 50s and the 60s. It got a little sad and then it got even sadder. The saddest thing was that, like, he died right before he became 
known as the world's worst cult filmmaker. iconic or yeah yeah he died right before before they wrote the book the golden turkey awards where they like lauded him as the worst filmmaker ever and plan nine as the worst movie which it isn't no it's not that's which it isn't we, we've seen worse on our show uh slow robot go go <laughs> you know we've watched worse food fight yeah, food fight. There you go. Worse, way worse. Huh. Operation Las Vegas. Worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> worse. So uh, you know, I mean, uh, but you know, they made him famous or infamous, but he died right before. He died in '78. That happens a lot. That. that happens a lot, like especially yeah. like Poe, like all these classic, all these guys, yeah. like you know, you hear about all these famous artists. Oh, is that a Picasso? Didn't have shit. Didn't. Not appreciated. Picasso was appreciated. No, he was. I, I, I there's various um, artists. Maybe no, Dolly was the Van same. Gogh. Van Gogh. Like, that's he was, what a, I was he's a classic one. Yeah, like Van just Gogh. not not appreciated till after he's dead. They're like, oh, shame he didn't cash in on those millions, dude. Well, that's what that that happens to like the cult guys. It's gonna be know? us. Yeah, People, let's hope not. Like you know, I want to appreciate it now. We're not gonna be appreciated then after we're dead. Like hipsters will be like, "Oh man, did you hear about a bunch of dorks?" And they'll be like, "Oh wow!" And they'll be like shirts made up, and everyone will be rich yeah, except we'll be for like, us. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, be dead. Yeah, well, it's happening with one of my favorite uh, musicians, Alex Chilton, was who was in Big Star, Box Tops, and Solo. Now that he's passed passed away, they're putting out all sorts of box sets, and they're putting out now they put out a DVD video of a concert that Big Star did in '93, and I'm like, why didn't you guys do this when the guy was alive? Yeah, what well, are you waiting for? But you, you know, but Best Buy, I was up there, I bought some stuff up there recently, and I was looking around. They have this new thing. It's yeah. not new. It's new to me. It's new to Best Buy, where like they'll take an artist, and there's like a cheap box. For like twenty five bucks, say, and I've it has five it. or six I've of their it. of their albums in it. It's been going for a while. Yeah. I almost bought a Priest one, which has five CDs of Judas Priest, and I was like, I like Judas Priest. I don't know what I even have of theirs. Like maybe there's a reason I don't have all their CDs because, eh, I like I like some of their stuff. I love Turbo. That was like one of their kind of really good ones to me. But I like their earlier stuff too. You know, uh, Hellbent for Leather and all that. I don't know. You know what that is? It's that they get five of their records without the bonus tracks, like the straight record, all just ten yep. songs, and they slap them together as a little box set. Or and whatever. who cares? They're just doing a cash grab. There was like an Elton John one I went yep. there, and there's a, a couple of other ones there. But the thing is, you know, when you when you buy the regular album, it's going to have all these bonus tracks and all this other cool stuff. So if you don't want, if you don't care, if you just want to spend twenty bucks and get the five best albums by a group and get those little box sets. Yeah. That, and that's and that's and but the reason I didn't walk out with it was I was like, look, I have them on vinyl. I might. Yeah. That's the thing where I come home and I look on my digital thing and I have all of them on digital. And I was like, oh shit, you know, there's a lot in there. And then, and then maybe I have nothing. I don't know. They, they do that a lot with their. Uh, <laughs> they've got that five dollar cheapo album section, not album, but CD section yeah. where they put out the original album for five bucks without Queen's the greatest hits. And all I got that a monkeys there once. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah, a yeah. T Rex one there. You know, it's like okay, it's just a regular album. All 35 great minutes of it. You know, I so. have all that on vinyl. It, yeah, I have so much sometimes. of that stuff on vinyl. Even the monkeys, even all that stuff you just mentioned, I have it all. And you're like, eh. You know. Yeah, I think I got a couple one time for a road trip. I was like, yeah, okay, I don't have this monkeys. I'll buy it for five bucks or whatever. 
uh, lost leaders. I don't know whatever, whatever you call them, but yeah, they, they do a lot of that stuff at Best Buy. Like I said, it's yeah. cheap. It's a cheap. It's a good Christmas gift. And you that, know? That's probably what it boils down to. You're like, it's a well, good cheap Christmas gift. Ah, my my grandson likes metal. Here, here's all the Judas Priest, and they're like, I have them all. But yeah, thanks. my grandson likes metal. Here's is this the Carpenters? Is here's this metal? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah metal, they yeah. they used hammers and nails mm-hmm. and saws. They're, they're to build the studio. They recorded the music and so yeah, it's metal. <laughs> the kind carp- of the Carpenters just and finished the, carpenters, the studio, yeah. and then they just started singing. It's metal and wooden too, you know. So anyway, <laughs> nice. Yeah, Best Buy does a lot. Do they still carry like? Be movies like a big movie section, or is it dwindling no, more and more? Well, and it's more. hard to even find it anymore. What's their big thing now? Phones, phones, and like uh, like head, headphones. Headphones. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, it's crazy. Beats, yeah. man, it's Beats. Oh. So people can walk around there. I wish people would drive in their headphones because they're probably like be more lemmings dying on the road. <laughs> That's illegal, by the way. You can't wear headphones when you're. you're driving. Not supposed to when you're riding bike either, but I do. You do? Yeah, that's not good. I, I do it low, but I don't you're, care. You're a thrill seeker. I don't care if I die. Like in um, uh, you know, Kentucky <laughs> yeah. Fried Movie. Go watch it and what find out the, what we're talking about. What the about. hell was it? What was it? Rex. No. Rex something. No, or no. I don't remember what his name Rex was. Rex Kramer? Thrill seeker? Something like that, yeah. Just watch the scene. <laughs> we can't repeat it here. We'll get in trouble. He actually walks across train tracks. Like... Actually walks across them. <clears throat> Did you see one side was like white? Yeah. And then the like and clean, and then they walked across the tracks, and the other side was just nonstop garbage. Yeah. That was so great. So stupid. Oh God. <laughs> you know what I watched the other day? Well, I, I was I was watching it to get clips of it. Uh, another one of your favorites, Amazon Women on the Moon. Oh, I love that movie. I watched that <laughs> so much. Not it's, as good. It's probably so dated now, but they both are. Even Kentucky Fried Movie is dated. Not, not as know. good, but. Still good for a few laughs. Oh god, that that one part where the VCR, where that whole thing falls on the, the VCR pops him in the the Arsenio Hall in the face. Yeah, yeah After yeah. he has that afro and he falls. Yeah. And, stuff. Uh. and David Greer is the whitest black guy in the world. That's that was pretty funny actually. And the uh. movie that they do in it was pretty funny too. Because the they do like that. They do like a, like the Help Foundation. You're like, yeah. who, who turned a painful affliction into yeah, a career? Yeah, that's so, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, that was a funny movie, and the one, and the one girl, the naked girl, she's walking through the whatever, and nobody's paying attention. That was funny too. I like art, and they show her face coming, and she's like, oh, just staring at that sculpture. That's so, Monique Gabrielle. She went on to be a scream queen from the really? 80s. Yeah, yeah, Monique Gabrielle. Yeah. Well, she was built. Yes, she was. Wow. <laughs> yes, she was. I don't know what she's doing now, but... Uh, 16-year-old me loved that movie, and that was one of his favorite skits. She, she's probably doing autograph shows now, as most are. You know, I used to, I used to see, like, um, uh, you know, ads for, for autograph shows, but I don't see much anymore. Probably because I don't get the Monster magazines or the magazines anymore, but that's where you used to see, huh. oh, coming to Hollywood or coming to wherever, autograph show with so, yeah. all these washed up, you know. Yeah. So you talk about that a lot. Like, do they sell, um, like, uh, Famous Monsters or Monster magazines? Yes. Do they sell those at, like, a, at, like a Publix? Like those? Nope. They sell them at Barnes & Noble. Oh, you have to go like there, huh? You got to uh, go to their newsstand to get those. At Publix, you can get Mad Magazine, though. No, I don't know. I don't oh, remember. God. I saw one the other day. It was the best of Mad, and I had it right at the checkout. I go, oh, that's cool. I look at it, $12. I went, no. Like, I how, don't mu- think like so. how much if I, if I go, like, if I went today, because I've always been curious to read through one of those Monster Mags. Yeah. Uh, which one should I get, and how much is it going to cost me? It's probably going to cost you between six and eight. Eight six bucks, and ten. probably. Yeah, eight bucks, yeah. My favorite one. Do they have them at that comic book shop, that Emerald City? 
Uh, they might. I haven't been there yet, but they might have uh. them there. The one that I like, but it's not the best one. I like it because it reminds me of a fanzine. It's called Scary Monsters. Uh. It's done on cheap paper. It's a big, thick, 100-page thing. And it's basically like a lot of people writing in about their monster memories. And there may be an interview. Maybe some, but That's like mm. my favorite one. But I guess the one that's... There's one. The one that I like the best as far as interviews and reviews is called Shock Cinema. And that's one of the cheaper ones. That's like a $5 one. That interviews like B movie people and stuff oh, like really? that. Shock and Cinema. Shock Cinema. You can find that at uh, Barnes and Noble. Like, can you get a subscription to those where they mail them to your yeah, house? Yeah, sure. You can go online and look up Shock Cinema. I'm gonna do that while we're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You can you can look it up, Let's but see. it's 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 more like B movie actors. They'll probably tell you who the uh, who the uh, you know it'll show you on the cover who they're interviewing, but that's usually a good one. I like how I spelled cinema wrong. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. <laughs> The the internet has screwed up my entire vocabulary because you know yeah see that one interviews John Doe and those Richard other Anderson Ken Swafford yeah yeah and those guys Richard Anderson from the uh, what call it a uh, six million dollar man and all that stuff how much do they charge for a year uh, like let's see four issue subscription twenty bucks twenty bucks. What is that? What? So there's only one I'll a quarter? I'll bring you one so you can look there's at There's only it. like one a quarter then? Yeah, there's only it's a quarterly magazine. Yeah, I'll oh, bring you one. I should do that, man. I need to learn I need to learn more. I I don't have um I don't I don't read into that stuff very much. Well, no. you know you know what it is? It's like the era. We I mean, just the fact that I'm older than you, but not that whole hell of a lot older, but no, I no. am. It's a big generation gap. And, yeah. when I, and when I was a kid, we're what, we were what they're called the monster kids. We grew up with the Aurora models and oh, all yeah, that dude. stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. And famous monsters <laughs> and Castle Frankenstein. So we kind of gravitated that more towards that. That stuff was like gone. That. When my, it's, not gone, it's gone. It's gone. I mean, they revive it, but it's yeah. not for the mass. It wasn't It wasn't mass. popular when I was a kid. Well, I was talking yesterday, well, I was talking to King Don. We were talking about how when, we, when Don and I were kids comic books all the kids read comics and watched the movies and all that mm-hmm. and i even told them as as time went on even in the 70s yeah they were still real they were still comics and there were still a lot of them all over the place but it could be that i was getting older too but i i noticed that a lot of my friends just stopped you know they stopped reading the comics yeah. they stopped reading the monster mags and i did too in a way but i always would come back you know they were more into like mm. chicks and, dr- and well <laughs> and drinking and driving <laughs> and chicks and drug <laughs> drinking yeah, and, yeah um, drinking uh, and drive, church going to church, church yeah. yeah and all that stuff and dra- you know? uh, dr- yeah. dragging and, out uh, and the, se- and, uh, and and uh, <laughs> you know and stuff like that you know but i always came hey, back man, we have the explicit tag Sex and drugs. Sex and Sayer. drugs and rock and roll. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it, man. Yeah, they got into more of that. I, I got into it too, but I always liked the, I, I, you know, I always went back to the my original roots and that were comic yeah. books and all that stuff because I like to. I'm an artistic, creative person, so I gravitate more to that. Whereas nice. if you're like Joe Average, you just want to. You know, drink and smoke and get laid, which is fine. I'd like to do that too. The, the, <laughs> not, well, not the drink and smoke. I don't do any of that. And hardly over the other stuff, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but uh, you know, I like the comic like, books. But I digress. But I, I like digress. But I said a little bit too much. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I and uh, I can't lift my sh- hands over and my head today. Your- and after this music break, I'll tell you why. Oh, tell it's, us why. Yeah. I hope it's not because my of- wallet's lighter and my shoulders are tore Ooh, I hope it- up. Yeah, I was thinking about something else. I was, you know, yikes. Uh, I don't know. No drip on this side. No, okay. Uh-huh. We'll be right back. Uh-huh. I, I, I think you dig when you shoot a dad on that face. 
In the irreverent vein of Little Shop of Horrors, now comes Nudist Colony of the Dead, a horror, comedy, zombie, romance musical now in its third month at the Complex Theater in Hollywood. Nudist Colony of the Dead, with ten totally demented musical numbers and a lot of dead naked dancing girls. We are naked, gay, and free. Squirty, odie, odie. Their spirituality. There's no need for lust. Gore. And I don't care if he chops off my whole head. Mass murder. Nudist Colony of the Dead performs at the Complex Theater, 6476 Santa Monica Boulevard, just east of Wilcox in Hollywood. Performances are Fridays and Saturdays at 8 p.m. and Sundays at 7 p.m., now through August 27th. Don't miss the show that's being called the Rocky Horror Show of the 90s, Nudist Colony of the Dead. For reservations and information, 818-994-3262. That number again is 818-994-3262. You'll be seen at the Nudist Colony of the Dead.
I'm like that guy, that Spanish guy. You know, he fucked the windmills. Don Quixote? No, that's not it. What's his name? The Man of La Mancha. Don Quixote? No. I really think that was the character's name. Don Quixote. Fine, now look it up. Well, who was it? Never mind. Let me get this straight. A four shot of Ginny Oops and a movie trailer? Have I lost my freaking mind? Yeah, have you I, lost your freaking mind? I must have, The yes. people are going to be losing their mind after this show. That was Ginny Oops, and I can't read any of the names of the songs, so they were just good. Yes. Ah, so yay. Yay for Japanese that. Japanese characters. Look them up. Yeah, kanji. Um, look them up online. Give them your love and support. I gotta go out and buy some and more money. of their and money. I gotta go out and buy more of their CDs, man. I only have that one, and I love their music. Yeah, uh, there you go. They have a kind of punky, kind of poppy. Yeah, this just the right a kind pop, of yeah. her 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 voice has that right kind of like punch in the face a little bit. You know, not like Lulu's Marble or Five Six Seven Eights, but still there. You know, what I mean, like she she's agitated about something, and that's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like my singers angry and often drunk. Well, well, getting back to for for a little bit anyway to the monster magazines back in yeah because we had a we had a good off air conversation yeah, yeah we Go did ahead. back in the back in the sixties they were really the companion piece to the movies you know because they were really promotional pieces for the movies and stuff like that but you would see and when you watch the movies if I don't know if you've noticed especially in the fifties and sixties uh-huh. the the monster scenes usually come at the end and you see them very briefly because they were really cheap or whatever like they were that, building to it and they wanted you to like love it but they knew you couldn't because like. but in the in the in the magazines you would see the stills and you go oh my god that is so look how scary awesome and that grotesque is yeah. and, Bizarre! I gotta see this one. Anyone like to see it? You're like, eh, like, like that monster, the, the horror at, my, at Party Island, Party uh, Beach. Party yeah, Beach. Yeah, like yeah. it's famous for being one of the goofiest looking monsters. But I guarantee the stills from that were really well, scary. Ma- famous monsters or Warren Publications did a photo book of Horror Party Beach. They actually took stills from the movie and made a comic book. It's called Fumetti of it with like the whole storyline. Oh, that's line. so funny, man. I uh, may have it. I don't know where it is. Oh, if I can that's find it, I'll so bring it in. Cool. They did do that. They did do the, They did one of Horror Party Beach and then one with one of the early Hammer Frankenstein, Curse of Frankenstein's. Yeah, they did do it. Yeah, it was hilarious. Back then, even National Lampoon did that. If Fumetti, where they did a photo comic book, they would take stills from the movie and make a comic book with word balloons. They did the Spanish soap opera novels. Uh-huh. They sold those. I have a couple of those with like, they're just soap operas with pictures and the, you know, and remember the word that, balloons. You remember that band that was playing at the horror beach? Yeah, park? yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. live in Florida. I wrote them a letter did you asking really? if we could interview them or go, go talk to them and go like, I never heard back from them though. Ah, uh, <coughs> I was bummed out. I I thought for sure writing them a, a an actual handwritten letter now. Yeah, they did. I like wrote it. I was like, well, this will at least grab attention. They'll be like, holy crap, this. But I guess two of the guys from that beach party still they, around. They still around and they play together. The third one, like whatever, stayed in New Jersey, uh, but they moved down here and they're just I don't know. I uh, hopefully we can find them one day and at least interview them. Yeah, they're right. Yeah, they're yeah. right up Slow Robots Alley. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, like just, sure. Yeah. Why wouldn't we talk to those dudes? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. All, all that stuff is just kind of like it's like, it's it, it is it's innocent and it isn't innocent. But in a time for compared to what now, yeah, yeah. It is, it's 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 going it's nostalgic and it's going back. But the monster magazines were the second part of the movies. You know, it was mm. like you could have before you had video. 
He had yeah, a monster yeah, magazine. Yeah. That was like the way of having a little memento or souvenir from the movie, you know, because you had the pictures and they would do a film book and stuff like that. And then that was famous monsters. And there was another one called Castle Frankenstein that was a little more well written and it got into more in depth than the movies. And that's where I learned about Steckler and more of the weirder film. That's where I learned about Ed Wood and Steckler and stuff like that because those guys were kind of like. New right. York, New Jersey hipsters, and they knew filmmakers, and they knew about. So that's where you that's got all the underground, all the all the stuff on all that other stuff. But yeah, it was it was a neat time, and like I said, you go to the newsstand, and that was when magazines meant something. You'd go there, and they yeah. would pick up some information. Now I mean, the internet. I'm you know. probably that's. I mean, I probably would like read some of these magazines. I'd be like, eh. I can just I go. On, I, I just yeah, go exactly. online already, you know. And that's uh, that. I understand maybe internet's better because there's not. It's not better, but there's more of it. Uh, that's what I mean. But I, mean, I don't know. I have mixed feelings it's, about it's it. It's nice to sit down with the magazine and read it. You know I know. I mean? Like I like to hold the thing. The tactile feeling of reading I a magazine do. or a book and stuff like that. You know, as opposed to sitting in front of a screen I for sit ten in hours. in front of a screen at work and it just, it just... You want to get away from it. My soul is pulled out through my eyes. Well, And, and my yeah. ass gets bigger as a result of it, too. Yeah, yeah that is kind of weird. You know, <laughs> Sit back and watch your ass grow. Yeah. And <sighs> anyway, yeah, so I, I definitely love those. And they're still being published. You can still get them at Barnes & Noble. Well, okay, we, we gotta, we're, we're out of time. But I'm gonna go over it quickly. So basically, uh, why my shoulders are so tore up, I can't even like lift my. That's right. I can't like lift my arms above my head, um, and I, I'm not. Uh, they're just really. I really hurt myself. The, um, the place I work at. I think I talked about it a little bit on air already. Where uh, we moved to a different location, and we had this majestic, awesome machine shop because I used to keep. We had huge presses and huge things running downstairs. It was like an industrial factory, and they had a whole machine shop dedicated to keeping the, all these moving parts moving. Well, the new place doesn't need one, so they actually had an auction, which just uh, employees invited, and they auctioned this stuff off, and I was just salivating. I could not believe it, because I, I like working with metal. Oh, I like welding. I like great. building stuff. I have aspirations of, once I get rid of some of my uh, arcade machines, I'm going to start getting into more hot rod building. And, um, cause that's my, my heart lies in the hot rods. You, and, um, you work at Chuck E. Cheese, right? Yes. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese hot rod emporium. Yeah. So, uh, so, but I don't have the right stuff. I have good tools. I have a very nice tool set, uh, that I've built up over the years where all good stuff, but I don't have any of the machinery. And this place has like metal lathes and all that kind of stuff. So yesterday I pretty much, long story short, I, I, I won a, very nice expensive welding welder arc welder for 50 bucks and even afterwards the guy who i'm friends with who was running the whole auction he said man i can't believe no one else put a bid up he was like if i could have bid i would have bid on it because that the price i got that for was the steal of the whole auction wow and uh and then and i picked up a uh, gigantic drill press this is one of those industrial ones it has these gigantic motors. Oh, I didn't show the other thing. Right. Uh, so I have a, a, a drill press, and I got some industrial shelving, so I rearranged my whole garage. And uh, what was some of the other stuff? The uh, oh, you had a the, the welder, the drill press. You had the, the oh, a bandsaw. I have a horizontal right. bandsaw that's made for cutting through steel piping parts like that. So that. I also have you got the, the the laser the laser that cuts through steel the you know from the movie Goldfinger the one yes. that was gonna yeah you got I that I expect from, you to die yeah Mr Bond yes yeah you got so, that so I got the there. laser that cuts through people yeah and I also got a um, a big 
eight-inch, uh, really heavy-duty uh, grinder that with its with its own stand and everything, you know. Yeah. yeah. So you know, in one, and I all said and done, I think I walked out of there paying five hundred, five seventy-five, which. Yeah, people say that's good. expensive. That's good, but you got a lot of uh, stuff for it. No, the prices for that, five seventy five wouldn't have bought the drill press. You passed on the human meat grinder, right? Yes. That was too expensive. I just have a fleet of pigs, like the guy from Snatch yeah, in the backyard. Yeah, so I just feed dead bodies yeah, to the pig okay. in the background. All right, all right. Yeah. But uh, so and that's bacon, free free bacon, free bacon too. Yeah. yeah, making bacon. So uh, it, it was a great. It was. It was great, you know, and I really got some very important tools and lots of free stuff too. They were there was like piles of like tools and stuff like that that were free that I just loaded up on, you know. Speaking of bacon, man, it's really expensive now when I go to the store. I know. It used to be a lot cheaper, man. <laughs> I stopped eating it, but then um, yeah. I found it. I found it. Walmart has it kind of cheap now. What, like in the three dollar range? Three. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Because pub- like public is and nine seven, bucks. Man. Yeah, I'm like, I know. I went there the other day. I go, man, I need to get some bacon and eggs. It's like hell with this crap. It's, it's like you can keep your stupid. How many cents more does gas cost? Well, yeah. What does bacon cost? Because exactly. that's more relevant to my life than yeah. than the price of gas. You know. Yeah, gas is now under two bucks now. I saw the other day. I'm like, oh man. But yeah, bacon is like, whoa, what the hell is this going I know. on here? It's crazy, you know? dude. It's like, is this like gold now? We're gonna be trading in bacon futures. I That'd mean, be so you know. funny if you just had blocks of bacon that you. Or be water like, from like you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that last movie. Damn it, I forgot to say that on air. From the uh, uh, we were doing we, wild. I totally wanted to say something about that on air. That support. We watched this movie, World Gone Wild, and the, the there's no water, and I said that supports my dad's theory. My dad's theory, because I was always like, well, you know, if you're going to prepare for, like, when things get really bad, you'd want to have gold and silver. And, he's like, and he looked at me, this is when I was, like, a teenager. Yeah. And he goes, son, if it gets really bad, the only thing that's worth is shit are bullets and water. Bullets and water. And I was man. like, that's stuck with me my whole life, and, and that supports it. There you bullets go. and water, that's all that matters. Hoard hey. water and hoard bullets, and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. And people will say, what about food? That's what the bullets are for. Uh, yeah, water's exactly. to keep you running. The bullets are to keep killing things. And yeah, that's all you need. That's right. and I was like, wow, you're really smart, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he foresaw the future. I don't know. So with those words of, of encouragement, I guess that we'll leave the, we'll leave the bullets show. Bullets and water. Bullets and water, man. Bullets and My water. My name's Mal with me as always. Dr. Morbius. And we'll shoot some water at you next week. Same bad time. Same, same bad, bad channel. channel.